Movies That Molded Me is a movie ranking game show where each player chooses three movies from a genre, theme, or actor. Then we rate each movie from zero to five. The player whose movie gets the most points wins the game. And in the process, we create a list of the top five movies for each episode. These are the movies that molded me. Welcome back, Cinephobes. We got another episode oh. of Movies That Molded Me here. Uh, and today we are talking action films. I'm very excited about it because uh, in doing research for which movie I wanted to put up, I actually found out that I really like action movies. Uh, what about you all? Did you uh, find out that you love them or what? Boom, boom, no, pow, pow. do not love no. them. <laughs> <laughs> not, not my favorite genre um, either, but... Um, I mean, there's some good ones. I, I was noticing that some of the newer ones, I think I could actually say are some, there's some good newer action movies. I don't know if we'll get to talk about them now or in honorable mentions, but uh, some of my emote me list, like uh, they're not good movies. They're action movies, uh, but they're not good movies. I <laughs> I like, I like some good action in a movie, um, but movies that are in like, like the genre of like action movies. And I have that stereotypical sort of like just, um, big budget blowing everything up constantly. That's what the movie's about and, and gore and fight scenes. That I need more of a storyline than that for myself. So I love some some good action in a movie, but action movies, eh. Yeah, so, like Book of Eli, storyline. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can Not quite as good Omar. as Little Women, though. <laughs> <laughs> I um I concur with Omar on that one. I I think at some point we need to do uh police or crime movies. Yes. Um buddy cop. Be, buddy cop movies because I, that was a good chunk of the action movies I was like, "Oh, I know that one. I know that one. I know that one. I watched that one. I like that one." Had some element of cop fighting bad guy in it. So Yeah. Anyway, that's what I learned about myself. <laughs> what about you, Dax? Uh, I, I've loved action movies as a kid to now. I like new ones, old ones. I like ones that came out before I was born. Uh, and a bunch of them I didn't put because they are more of copper heist things, like something like Clute or Bullet or something. You know, some of those kind of older heist uh, robbery sort of movies, too, uh, aren't, aren't what we think of as like a modern action. I think modern action starts about 80s, 79, 80. Uh, and going forward, we've really just stepped the game up with, uh, with a lot of the franchises that keep getting bigger and bigger. And they're not just guns ablazing. They're thoughtful. They're interesting. They're layered stories, uh, especially like I would call out the James Bond franchise with Daniel Craig. They, they're really doing something that kind of hasn't been done there. Um, I think they're really fun. I think that, uh, I think that I want to keep watching action movies. Totally. Yeah, uh, I agree. Well, I'll tell you what. I won the last episode of Movies That Molded Me, so I get to decide who goes where. Uh, and so at this point, because I don't think he's ever won one of these uh, yet, I'm going to put Dax first. I'm going to give you a little bit of an advantage there to see if you can actually win this in that first slot. But to prove that I can win, even if I'm in the last slot, I'm putting myself last. Uh, and because he's going to need the help uh, – Self-admittedly, obviously, because he said they weren't good movies he was going to play. I'm putting Omar second. Mm. Uh, and then, Elizabeth, you'll go third because you're my least threat here. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So, uh, w- you know, let's get it started. Dax, uh, what is the first movie that you're going to put up? I'm going with one as a kid. I was uh, 10 years old, saw it in the theater. Uh, 1994 Speed, starring Keanu Reeves, Jeff Daniels, uh, Dennis Hopper, um, and a young Sandra Bullock. Everyone kind of forgets that that was kind of her big, uh, her big breakout role. So I do not forget. I do not forget. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, this is one of my favorite weird action movies. Uh, it's in the period of transitioning from a more traditional uh, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal sort of action star to the more modern action star like Keanu Reeves. Um, and the director is named Jan de Bont. He was a cinematographer a really long time. So he did Lethal Weapon, Basic Instinct, Flatliners, Hunt for Red October, Black Rain, um, a bunch of really great movies. He did Jewel of the Nile. Um, this is his directorial debut. Now, he has 64 cinematographer credits before he's a director. So, wow. Um, it's a really interesting movie. He takes a lot of, like we were kind of talking about, the different action genres whether it be police and heist and uh, crime and everything. And he puts it all into one and it's all on this bus and it's got kind of a little bit stereotypical cliche characters. It's got some of the cheesy lines, um, but it's a heart stopping. Just the score in the movie is crazy. It's really great. And when you watched it that first time, it is, it's hard to top that first experience watching a movie like this when it doesn't have a huge twist ending. And when, uh, it's spoilers on this movie, but it doesn't end with them getting the bomb off the bus. The movie keeps going and has more story going on. There's death, there's love, there's everything in this movie. Uh, including a really terrible sequel where they're on a, uh, a, a ocean liner that can't go under 50 knots, I guess. I don't know what the plot for that one was in my head. Well, that's Elizabeth's next movie. Let's say okay, it for okay, her. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep going. Flipping you off for the listeners. I'm flipping them off. Um, uh, I, I love this movie. It was a huge hit um, in 94 put Keanu Reeves on the map. He'd done a bunch of movies. He'd been in a bunch of different things. Whoa. And, uh, (laughs) and this is kind of the first time I think he was really cast in a movie, uh, that is the one that developed who he was going to become as an actor. Um, he is one of the greatest, um, trained stunt performers, whether it be fighting or, or actual doing stunts in Hollywood, only second to Tom Cruise, probably. Um, and so I love this movie. I'm uh, obviously going to give it a five. I think it's I think it's fantastic. I think it's super fun. It's 163 on my all time list, and uh, I could watch it almost every day. I want to tell one quick funny story about it though. Uh, it's one of the best watch on cable movies because there are a lot of like the when they have to overdub the the curse words on it. You know, uh, <laughs> and so uh, I was watching. Oh, I was watching it one night. <laughs> that was one of the best parts. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was watching with a friend one time. We kind of caught it in the middle. We're in a hotel, 
And he was like, he was, I remember watching this as a kid. And when Keanu Reeves realizes, like, I forget what the realization is, but his reaction is, fuck me. And he says it really yeah. hard. And it like, just, it's in my brain forever. Just hearing him say that. And uh, he was like, did they get to the fuck me part? What do they say when, you know, what do they <laughs> dub it as? Cause they can't cut it out. And we sat there for about 30 seconds. And then he went, fuck bees. <laughs> we're like yeah, I, don't, I, I don't think that's the, that's the part but for whatever reason now it's always it's, it will always be fuck bees in my mind so oh, that's man. hilarious that killed me all right well dax gives speed of five omar what do you think about speed oh uh, oh um I don't know. yeah pretty much <laughs> um uh i remember seeing it in theaters i remember it wasn't a bad movie. I mean, it's not not his best. Um, I don't know. I'll give her a three. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, what do you think about Speed? Okay, so Speed is probably the first action movie I remember watching. And I can't say where I watched it. I don't know. Um, at that point in 94, I would have been in high school at that point. So it, there's a chance I could have seen it in theater. 94? No, you would have been oh, 11 no. years old. 11 years old. Never mind, never mind. Never mind. So never mind. I might have watched it with my buddies Matt and Rich. They introduced me to a lot of <laughs> action movies. Um, but here's what I re- here's why I remember the movie. Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I I know she gets a lot of flack, but I I love her. She looks like she's supposed to be this gorgeous like actress who just does like breakfast at Tiffany's kind of role. Yeah, she's she's soft, right? You you right. would think she's soft. Yeah. And then she is the quirkiest actor. <laughs> Some of her roles are just so quirky and like raw and real. Like, I don't know, there's like her repertoire is all over the place, but when I saw this movie, I saw her. I didn't see I I was never impressed with Keanu Reeves. I've never been impressed with him. Whatever. Kill me. But uh, Sandra Bullock, I was like, I love her. I want to watch everything she's ever in. So that sent me on a quest to watch many of her movies. So I, yeah. I'm going to give this movie a four. Okay. All right. Oh, oh uh, and real quick. Pop real qui- yeah. Sorry. Real quick. Pop quiz hop yeah. shot. There's a bomb on the bus because I know <laughs> you're just going to say that. My kids think that's from Sonic because <laughs> Ryan Reynolds quotes it in his role as Sonic on the. the does he really? Yeah, he does. <laughs> that's funny. My kids watched the trailer with me yesterday and they're like, that's from Sonic. I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> no, that's from Speed. And so you immediately no, put say, on uh, Speed for him? <laughs> I need to. They watch they've, been walk- they've been running around saying, fuck me. <laughs> no i was gonna say uh pop quiz hot shot what do you do whenever dax takes your number one action movie what I mean, do you do right? um yeah that's that's uh, this is for me this is my number one and i'll tell you why I, much like elizabeth this is the first action movie i remember coming out as something like for me to go see in the theater or for you know, me to actually enjoy and not just watch past movies that came out before I was born uh, or even while I was too young to really get into them. Uh, this is the one. And, uh, you know, to, to speak on Keanu Reeves, he did a lot of his own stunts in this movie. Like one in particular, 
that he did that's super impressive is like whenever he's in that vehicle, he like commandeers this vehicle and he, they're, they're, you know, he's jumping from the vehicle to the, to the bus. He did that in real life. Like while they're going down the road at 60 miles per hour, like he did that. I mean, that's incredible. That's um, nice. And so say what you will about Keanu Reeves, but that's commitment uh, to the role. I think he is perfect for this role. Um, he's, you know, kind of a douchebag or whatever, but he's a good guy. And uh, Sandra Bullock, I was in love with her after seeing this movie. I thought she was great. Um, I don't necessarily feel the same way about her now, uh, but I think she was really good in this role. I think it was, uh, you know, her breakout role. Um, one person we haven't talked about yet, of course, is um, uh, Jeff Daniels, who, you know, I know from Dumb and Dumber. I know him as more of like a comedic actor. He has such range in this movie. He's so good. Um, Dennis Hopper's incredible in this movie. Uh, this is back, you know, before CGI becomes like a huge part of movies. And so all the practical effects and explosions look fantastic. Yeah. Um, there is like a, a, you know, minimal CGI and minimal green screen or whatever going on, but like it's, it's, it's good. It's done very, very well. Um, the movie won two Oscars for best sound and effects. I think it's great. Uh, I would give this movie a five on the grayscale, which means that speed is a very, very nice lead uh, with 17 points. You can watch it on HBO us- Max. That's right. Yeah. Or just buy it. It's worth owning. It's yeah. so good. Um, and then Omar, that's going to bring us to your movie. What do you got for us? Wow. Swinging hard on the Keanu Dick, man. That was... Uh- <laughs> That was interesting. I, I mean, I remember watching the movie. I remember, like, I mean, everyone's does the whole pop quiz hot shot. And it was, like, one of those things where it was a good movie, but it almost seemed like for a long time, like, after that movie, like, it didn't seem like Keanu was going to be able to top that. I mean, he he ended up being able to. But for it almost seemed times. like... It almost, yeah. it almost seemed like there for a while that was, like... Uh, Everybody was like, and then and he always had that like that that low voice. He was kind of pop quiz high shot. Anyway, it's kind of like Batman. Um, <laughs> I'm stalling right now though because I I'm gonna go with a throwback. Um, 1991. I almost was gonna get on that Keanu Dick too, but I think I'm gonna take a a hard turn. Uh, both these movies, I would say, molded me in a way, but I think the other, uh, this other one is just a little bit better of a movie. Uh, and it would go with Terminator 2, Judgment Day. So, All right. So, yeah. Very cool. We talked about T1 on another episode. I think it was 1984 or whatever. I don't really know why we talked about T1 because yep. it's pretty uh, unmentionable because it's T2 is what started the whole like <laughs> franchise really that like is when they, it's really started getting good. The whole Terminator like storyline you have is like 10 years have passed since uh, the first machine called the Terminator tried to kill Sarah Connor and her unborn son, John. The man who will become the future leader of the human resistance against the machines is now a healthy young boy. However, another Terminator called the T-1000 is sent back through time by a supercomputer, Skynet. Uh, This new Terminator is more advanced and more powerful than its predecessor, and its mission is to kill John Connor uh, when when he's still a child. However, Sarah and John do not have uh, to face the threat of the T-100 all alone. Another Terminator, identical to the first model that tried to kill Sarah and John in 1984, is sent back to protect to protect them now. And this is when Arnold is now a good guy, and he did come back. And uh, um, 
And now the battle for tomorrow has I'll begun. I'll be back. And he, he, he stuck to his word. He came back. So, um, yeah, uh, this is the one, like, uh, the, the T-100 that was sent to kill John and Sarah, like, is just so terrifying of, like, an evil villain. Now, he's a lesser model than the T-1000, right? Well, it was supposed to be the newer model. Oh, what did I say? T-100? Okay. Oh, okay. T-1000. No. Yeah. See, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't have caught that. Like, at first, I was going to keep going, but then I was like, oh, he's making a joke because I said hundreds of thousands. I get it. Um, yeah, so he, he would be quite the lesser model, at least a whole other zero. Or it depends on if you're going, you know, like down, it may be a better model. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. A- anyway, uh, this T-1000 is the one that is the, I think I call him like the liquid terminator in the, in the last one when we were talking or whatever but yeah he's basically like yeah. a liquid metal and can fit through different things and melt himself down and shape shift basically and it was just terrifying would like make himself like a sword and stab people and uh it, it, i remember watching this one in the theaters so i was young i was 11 years old and yeah it, it was full of action as far as an action movie goes um that i felt like definitely molded me and also like kicked off like i don't know because i i'm surprised that they made a second terminator but i'm glad that they did because after i mean after t2 i was interested in the terminator series so yeah i give uh t2 a strong (laughs) 4.8 okay um all right uh let's see here dax what do you think about terminator 2 um i watched this entire franchise in the past couple weeks um all <laughs> six movies um six movies yeah and so you know i've got a pretty good grasp on these movies i've watched a bunch of them over and over again i've seen everyone from three forward in the theater um uh, I I do really like these. I, I go back to them a lot uh, throughout my year. Um, this one is is a, we've talked about the original a couple weeks ago. Um, this is where James Cameron is inventing technology. Um, ILM, who's doing the same stuff the same year for Jurassic Park, is also. Mm-hmm creating this at the same time um and then the abyss is the other one that they're doing where they're creating the water uh entity and then they create the liquid metal terminator and then they do dinosaurs and they're you know real to uh to uh, practical effect dinosaur they match and so um a lot of innovation for this it creates modern cg um I think it's cast really well. I don't think Edward Furlong ended up being a very good actor, but he had a lot of promise at the time. Um, it's the drugs. Well, I mean, obviously he was, he's a Hollywood kid. So he's, he's in with all of that, uh, the Corey's and that sort of like line of Hollywood kids. Uh, and I don't know. I think it's really fun. I think that it's funny. I think that some of the dialogue, like, especially when they're in the, in the car, uh, and he's telling them how to speak. And, you know, how to naturally say, you know, hasta la vista, baby, which is like, who was saying that in, in that period? Like, I don't really know that that was like sweeping the nation. Uh, 
but then it pays off in the end. You know, a lot of the stuff pays off. This one isn't quite as like psychically satisfying for me as far as like the big final fight and kill goes. Um, I, I do enjoy a lot of it. I appreciate what James Cameron's done, but I don't think of him as my like favorite storyteller of all time. I think he shoehorns a little bit of story into the shots and effects that he wants to do. Um, I, I do like the first one better. Um, I know Omar thinks that's crazy, but he also doesn't like most of the things that I really like. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think it's 3.5, but that's not a ding against it in any way. It's just where it, where it ranks. So sure. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth, I think I watched Terminator two before I watched <laughs> Terminator. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's common. It's possible. Yeah. Because I only ever knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger was the good guy, if that mm. makes sense. Like, yeah. so I think I think I saw this one first. Um, that said, I I don't. It made people want to go back and watch the first one because the first one was so bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I at least got to get um, the storyline now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I but I don't honestly. Except for the little one-liners that everybody remembers, because they like Asa La Vista Baby, like they keep getting repeated. Um, it didn't mold me, and I don't remember it all that well. Um, ex- yeah, so I can only give it a three because it just didn't impress my brain cells. Sorry. Yeah, babe. there's just a f- no, no. Don't apologize to me. That's I don't want <laughs> to care. Uh, but uh, no, I, I think that uh, there's only a few scenes that really stand out, and I remember it being like terrifying. I remember like when the uh, the bad guy, uh, what whatever his name T-1000. was, the T one thousand. But yeah, I figured like his actual name or whatever. But like uh, he, when he was chasing the cop car and like getting like closer and closer, like I'm for whatever reason, like the, the suspense of that scene, I remember it just like stuck with me hardcore. And then like you were saying, Dex, you did not like the the way the kind of like ended the fight scene or ended the ending scene or whatever you're saying. Like I, that was another scene I think that just has been like molded like, literally on the uh, triple entendre there. I get it. You know, like, cause he got molded into, you know, a vat, a, a vat of, uh, uh, hot metal. Um, I mean, I remember like I was young enough that when I saw it, I didn't need more explanation, but like, as I'm older now, I'm like, how does he not just, how, how does that actually kill him? I don't get it, but you know, but. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so. totally. Um, okay, well, I there's a couple of things about this movie that are really stand out to me. The visual effects were incredible for the time. Um, the idea that this guy could take on the image of anybody like as a shapeshifter was really terrifying to me because, you know, in one scene, you might be thinking you're talking to your mom and then the next she's stabbing you with a metal, you know, hand or whatever. And it's like, that's pretty terrifying, not knowing who it is that's after you or whatever. Um, and I thought that those scenes were really cool. Uh, John Connor, you know, Edward Furlong as a kid, um, you know, I was 11 years old when this movie uh, came out. I think, wait a minute, 91? No, I was actually younger. But I, I remember like seeing him and thinking, man, I need to grow my hair out. His hair is so cool. And, you know, thinking that he was someone to, of course, model after but well, you know we know in real life that's not the case but i think he did show a lot of promise in this movie i think i think his acting was pretty good in this movie um arnold schwarzenegger you know is uh 
an absolute star as far as like um action movies go uh, i know he's not he's not daniel day lewis uh he has a place in you know where he's at but like somebody who goes from being a bodybuilder uh, to in the, austria to the governor man to the governor i mean he he became the governor <laughs> of california like he's ambitious as all get out and he literally made himself uh into what he wanted to be and I, you have to respect that um and he he got all these leading roles in american films even though his you know accent was terrible and um he was hard to understand but like it works and t2 is no exception i i do like t2 um I would give it a four on the gray scale. I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, that means that Terminator two is going to get 15.3 on the gray scale. I think twins uh, is my Elizabeth. favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I just want to throw that out there since we're not definitely it's not going to come up. It's not an action movie, but I think it's <laughs> my, fa- my favorite Arnold movie. It's pretty good. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you got? Okay. So before Dax steals it from me, I am going with the 2006 <laughs> casino Royale, which can be found oh, on Netflix. Shit. Um, okay, so in case you guys have never seen it. It's one of my movies. <laughs> After earning double O status and a license to kill, secret agent James Bond sets out on his first mission as 007. Bond must defeat a private banker funding terrorists in a high-stake game of poker at Le Casino Royale Montenegro. Starring Daniel Craig, Eva Green, Judy Dench, Jeffrey Wright, and many, many more. So, Mads Mikkelsen. Th- yeah, really like he's one of he's he's so great in this, and that was I probably the first time I think I really knew who he was. Same. This was my first Bond movie. Um, I realize that's a little late, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure, uh, or I know this was my first Bond movie. I saw this one in theaters, and you didn't see the Pierce Brosnan ones. Huh? Not until after this. Gotcha. Um. And yeah, I mean, I knew who 007 was and who knew who James Bond was, but had never seen any of the movies until after I saw this one. Um, loved, loved, loved the movie. Um, and especially Judy Dench. She is seriously one of the most badass mm-hmm. actresses. I, I love Judy Dench. I think she's amazing. Um, so yeah, I know this is Daniel Craig, but yeah, it's it's Judy Dench for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to give Casino Royale a 4.5. All right. Um, Dax, what do you think about Casino Royale? I I love Daniel Craig. I really do. Uh, yeah. This is probably the most uh, kind of curious and interesting one in his franchise. Um, it's a remake as well, which is interesting. Um, you know, obviously not like a shot for shot you know, absolute remake, but it's, it's it's been made as a Bond movie that they remade again, um, directed by Martin Campbell, who did some really terrible things. He did, he's (laughs) famously responsible for the Green Lantern movie. Uh, he did the legend of Zorro vertical limit, um, no escape. He's just not, uh, had the career that, uh, he kind of had the promise for at one point coming out of, uh, um, essentially like British TV. Um, I loved this movie because it started out a franchise that I was actually interested in. Cause I had really lost interest in bond um, up to totally. this point. Um, didn't really know Daniel Craig. I'd seen Lockstock and a couple things, but that was kind of it. 
Um, and so uh, he shows up, and you're all of a sudden like, oh, this is going to be modern James Bond. They took away the kind of cliche cheesy gadgets. Um, the opening scene in this movie is parkour scene, which is really, is a, it was an yes. odd choice, but it was really hot at the time to do something yeah. parkour. And you're going, totally. James Bond is doing parkour in like Brazil. Like this is so like, <laughs> whoa, okay. Um, versus just like uh, skydiving into an airplane in the first Pierce Brosnan one, which is, you're just like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, and so yeah, I think it's interesting. I don't think it's the best in the series. Um, I don't think it's the worst either. Um, I, I think it falls for me around, uh, around a 3.5. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not the most moldable one for me. Um, but it definitely set up what they all the promise they were going to give. And I'm just for the record, super excited about the one coming out this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Um, Omar, what do you think about Casino Royale? Mm. I'm probably going to give it a three, same as I did with Speed. Like, uh, it, I'm not a Bond fan at all. Um, I, I've watched the, uh, a lot of the movies. Like, it's entertaining you know that's the thing is like everything all the points you hit on i'm like okay i mean that was cool but it's not something that like i don't know i'm not into it i've never been into it he's it's not even like my favorite like spy espionage type movie you know what i mean like um yeah so th- three it's a good it's a good movie i mean good cast there's nothing yeah. wrong with there's nothing wrong with it it's just yeah. that's why in doing these movies it's hard for me because that's this these are, I'm just not into those like speed doesn't do it for me. You know, it's casino rail. No. <laughs> All right. Um, I, like I said, this was one of my movies, uh, that I had on my list here. Uh, and you know, it, it's not one of my top three, but it's here. Um, I remember watching this cause I didn't really care for the Pierce Brosnan ones. They just didn't really do much for me. Um, I, I don't know if it's because I don't really care for Pierce Brosnan or what, but Daniel Craig is bond to me. And, uh, you know, I love Sean Connery and those movies are fun. Uh, but this one, you know, is totally for my generation, I think. And, and it's, it's so much fun. And for a movie that's based around poker, it's like completely action packed. It's not just mm-hmm. them sitting around poker tables all day long. Like Dax mentioned that, that opening parkour scene is so cool. And everyone was doing parkour or at least, you know, trying to do parkour <laughs> at the time. And then, you know, even more so after this movie came out, it, it was like a huge trend. Um, and so anyway, uh, I have to say Eva Green, who I had seen in a French movie called The Dreamers, mm-hmm. um, is just absolutely stunning and and such a, a good actress. She's been in so many things, but I think she's kind of been typecast at this point as like, you know, the bombshell that always gets naked. And that's unfortunate because I think she's actually really talented and really good. And um and and honestly, I'm very sad that she's kind of become Tim Burton's muse because uh all his films, uh modern day films are absolute garbage and and i think you know she she could do so much uh better things but uh it's a great movie it makes my list i I, i'm gonna give it a five it's my favorite bond film uh there are other bond films it is yeah there are other bond films that i think are are equally as impressive and are very good um you know skyfall with javier bardem uh you know specter 
I won't get into Spectre just in case that's on someone's list, uh, but uh, there's a very specific reason why that one doesn't uh, do as well for me. Um, but oh, wow. anyhow, I'm going to give it a five. And uh, that brings uh, Casino Royale to 16 points. Very good. Uh, very good choice there, Elizabeth, I think. Good job, babe. Yeah. My, All right. We've we got to have a James Bond conversation later. I need to know more about, about these choices for you, Chris. Sure, sure. <laughs> Um, so this is going to bring us to my movie, uh, and I'm going to go, uh, like I said, a little campy here because I love camp and, uh, I'm going to go with 1986's Big Trouble in Little China. Nice. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm so glad you played this cause I was going to, if you didn't, <laughs> so it's on my list. <laughs> it's great. Um, to me, this is John Carpenter's best film. And I know people who love Halloween or, and all that stuff are, are going to, you know, disagree or whatever, but this one is so much fun. Um, you know, he writes all the music for his films and this one is total eighties synth driven and it's incredible. Uh, I think like in today's time when you have stranger things that also has, uh, you know, that really heavy synth driven, um, eighties music, like if this were, uh, something that, people had access to a whole lot today. They would, they would just fall in love with it because it, it, it holds up. Um, it stars Kurt Russell, uh, Amazon Dennis Dunn, Kim Cattrall right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm watching it uh, and James Hong. It's so good. Um, and so, you know, the premise is that there's this truck driver, Jack Burton, uh, who arrives in Chinatown in San Francisco and goes to the airport with his friend Wang to welcome his green eyed fiance, Mao Yin, who is arriving from China. Uh, when she is kidnapped on arrival by a Chinese street gang, Jack and Wang chase the group. Soon they learn that the powerful evil sorcerer, David Lopan, uh, who has been alive for over 2000 years. And his name is David. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's been cursed, uh, you know, for 2000 years to exist without a physical body. Uh, he has to marry a woman with green eyes to become human. And Mal is the chosen one. Jack and Wayne team up uh, with the lawyer, Gracie law, uh, by the way, her name is Gracie law and she's a lawyer. Like, I don't know that you can get more camp than that. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the bus driver and sorcerer apprentice Egg Shin and their friends embark in a great adventure uh, in the underground of Chinatown, where they face a world of magicians and magic monsters and martial arts fighters. Uh, and of course, the storms, which is like three people who control lightning, rain, and you know, all it's that Raiden, stuff. So, dude. It's the original Raiden, dude. Totally, totally. Like uh, it, Mortal Kombat owes uh, Big Trouble in Little China for its entire its entire premise. Like, absolutely. Um, it's, it's a movie in the eighties with a mostly Asian cast. That was an American made movie. Like that is unheard of. That's a, that's uh, a big deal today in 2021. Sure. It's huge. Um, and, and it's not making fun of Asians. It's not using like, you know, them as kind of like the, the joke or whatever. Um, it's, you know, to me, it's like really exciting and really interesting for them. Uh, Jack, who is, you know, the white guy who is supposed to be the hero is actually an anti-hero. He's a buffoon. He's an idiot. And he, you know, they, they say, oh, Jack, Eggshin, you know, has this big, long monologue about how Jack, you know, saved them. But that's not true at all. Wang is the hero of this movie. Um, and Jack, you know, just happens to... Um, <laughs> there are scenes that are so funny where he's trying to shoot a gun and he can't and he's, you know, ends up like finally getting it to work and then ends up killing a bunch of bad guys, but it's by happenstance. It's not because he's actually good at saving people. It's like so campy and so fun. And then he feels bad um, about it afterwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that's the first time he kills somebody. He's like, no, no, no. <laughs> 
it's so much fun. Uh, of course, I'm going to give Big Trouble in Little China a five on the grayscale decks. What do you think about Big Trouble in Little China? Uh, I like John Carpenter a lot. I think he's done some really interesting things. I, I wouldn't say this is his best. Uh, uh, it's totally his best. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. <laughs> I, lo- I love this. Uh, um, I think I, it, it wasn't a movie I watched as a kid. It does remind me of, uh, unfortunately, some of the parts I don't like about the second Indiana Jones movie, like the, the like cheesy B movie sort of style of the action movie. Um, I think Kurt Russell has done that genre really well, but I think that he and John Carpenter do it better in uh, Escape from uh, Escape New York. LA. Well, yeah, and New York. But uh, anyway, <laughs> pick a city. <laughs> yeah, um, New York was the first one. L.A. is the bad, bad, bad one where he's he's surfing on a truck. I think. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I I think it's an interesting movie. I it's not my favorite. I I want to, based on what I actually not think about it, but how much I I enjoy watching it. I want to give it a lower score but i think it probably (laughs) deserves more credit than i would give it so i'm gonna go with a 2.5 oh my god okay uh that's okay dax has no taste omar what do you think about big trouble in little china dude i love it i'm sorry i kept cutting you (laughs) off i just wanted to uh, you said because you were talking about the score earlier i was watching this movie just yesterday with a buddy of mine uh came over for a cookout and we were downstairs and smoking a blunt and through on big trouble he's like i love this movie too you know he's like my age also and he, he grew up in brooklyn and uh and we were just talking about and i was realizing that like you know there's music during like the most of the entire movie like it like it doesn't stop yeah. like i was like that's kind of weird isn't it i don't know it definitely has like a video game type feel the whole time uh so quirky i mean it's so bad like the costumes the special quote-unquote special effects are just so so bad like the uh, when David, the 2000 year old, uh, whatever he's supposed to be like, like, like his superpowers, like lights come out of his eyes and his mouth or whatever. It's so bad. Uh, but I love it. I love it. Um, I, it's one of, I think, uh, my favorite Kurt Douglas movies for sure. Um, <laughs> well kirk douglas is not yeah, in this right. movie that's right i knew when i said that that was not uh but it's a kirk what help me out here what, what's his last name the other day when you were talking about uh kurt russell, russell. and goldie hawn you thank called you. it kirk douglas and goldie thank hawn. you i got my my douglas and russell's mixed up there my bad and your kurt and kirk <laughs> Well, one is Kurt and one is Kurt. That 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 one's more forgivable. <laughs> that one's clo- that one's closer, so it's a little more forgivable. But but yes, both huge stars of the eighties. Sure, but yeah. but yeah. So so all white guys look alike. So, yeah, that's uh, true. Get them. <laughs> anyway, um, I loved it. I just like I said, I just watched it yesterday. Uh, I give it a five. All right. Yeah, good choice. Uh, Elizabeth, Big Trouble in Little China. I have seen it 
But yes. I, I was so much older when I watched it because I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I watched it when Omar bought the DVD and brought it home for us all to watch as a family. And it was yeah, so as you should. cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's great about it. It's so funny. Like when David <laughs> Lopan, like when the truck's coming towards you, like, yeah, come on. And then he gets like ran over. It's it so funny. <laughs> This is pissing me off to no end. <laughs> yeah, he like has perfect English. He speaks perfect English. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, I well, so it's since in the last seven years since we've lived in this house. So like, there's a lot of really great movies out there. So it did not mold me. Um, for for the entertainment value, I will give it a three. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that's okay. Cause it's not the worst movie on this round. Uh, so let's go back through <laughs> it real quick. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, coming out strong speed. First movie played by Dax has 17 points. Um, and then let's see here. Omar played Terminator two lowest movie so far with 15.3 points. Uh, Elizabeth played Casino Royale with 16 points. And then big trouble in little China is going to end up with 15.5 points, just 0. 0.2 points higher than Terminator 2. Before we start uh, round two, I want to yeah. just point out, I have saw yeah. all four of those movies. You're you welcome. did. Okay. That is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty strong uh, first round. In fact, uh, two of my movies that I didn't play already got played. So I'm, I'm really hoping that they don't in this next round. Uh, maybe this going last thing was not a good idea. <laughs> you chose this fate, sir. You chose this fate. <laughs> It's all good. Maybe my next movies will will uh, you know be a little bit higher up there. So we'll go back to Dax. Dax, give us another movie. Um, okay, we're gonna keep. We're gonna go back even a little bit more. Not from uh, Kirk or Kurt Douglas, but uh, nice. f- from my first pick. Uh, gonna go uh, 1988. I think it's the most modern action movie uh, right before Speed. This is the one that really. Uh, changed everything and it is uh, Die Hard yeah um, mm. uh, Bruce Willis was not an action star uh, he made this he was a TV star he was a TV star he was on uh, what was it uh, Honeymooners and yeah. uh, and uh, no not Honeymooners that's not right Moons- something like that Moonstruck no that's a no. movie what's it called he wasn't on Moonstruck I don't know What's that called? Um, moonlighting. There you go. Moonlighting. I never got to see that show, so it's not it's not high in my consciousness. But Die Hard is. It was like a comedy, right? Yeah. It's him and yeah. Sybil Shepard. Um, so Die Hard comes out, and it's based on a book. Um, it's, you know, a big budget movie. Uh, a lot of... Uh, Christmas movie. A, uh, the biggest debate ever is is it a christmas movie or not uh it, it takes place on christmas it is not a christmas movie um i'll put i'll put a hard a hard stomp on that one um chris uh, i saw you nodding your head yes i'm with you christmas movie it's a christmas movie nice uh directed by john mctiernan uh john mctiernan uh directed um before this he directed predator was his like kind of big movie. Um, did a couple other movies after that, um, including the third Die Hard with a Vengeance. Um, this movie's so much fun. It's so weird. Um, 
the cast is really, really incredible in this movie. Um, not just Bruce Willis, not just Alan Rickman, uh, not just uh, Reginald Bell Johnson, uh, but literally all of the weird people, um, all of the um, uh, the small cast. I mean, anyone that's a part of the heist is is playing a character. They're a fully kind of formed person. They have personality. Um, and you kind of they're not just henchmen. You kind of recognize the guy. It was, that was, the guy looks like Huey Lewis. Like that's so weird. Like, you know, like there's always there's a a guy for every person. Um it's a very complicated heist they're doing. Um, no one knows what a bearer bond is, but they're getting a lot of them. And, uh, you don't really know what the plan is. It's not laid out in front of you. You kind of keep getting information about it. Um, and then this one rogue cop shows up and is going to put a wrench in the whole plan and it shouldn't work. It shouldn't really work as a movie. He's not a big action star guy. He's not, he's, you know, it's not Schwarzenegger, um, on screen. And, but for some reason, it, it, it just totally works the whole way. It's so much fun. Uh, he's got bloody feet. His tank top is destroyed. It's just a weird, a lot of weird choices that make this movie really great. Um, I don't think that, um, that we have most of the movies that we have in the action genre because everything that gets pitched is, oh, it's Die Hard on a train. It's, I mean, speed is literally die hard on a bus. It's just totally. die hard on a boat, die hard wherever. Um, and so it's, it's, a, it's its own genre almost. And so for that, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it five. It's my, it's not super high on my all time list. It's 345, but you know, in perspective to the other 8,000 movies I've seen, it's pretty good. I was like, I was going to say, I agree with one thing that, uh, uh, Dak said there is, uh, there's no reason why it should work because it doesn't work for me. Um, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I do not like Die Hard. I'm not a fan of it all. I think Die Hard on a, on a bus is better, and you guys know how I feel about that one already. Um, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I like Bruce Willis well enough, and I and I know it's something that like you know gets talked about every you know Christmas time. You know the whole debate and. Um, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have to reload. I mean, you know, it's like the running joke, you know, like, there, I mean, there's so many things about the movie that like, or why I don't like action movies, you know, like, it's just like, it's, it's so forgettable for me. I mean, it's like, but I get it. And, you know, like people will love it and people are going to hate my, they already hate my opinion. So it's, it's all good. But, but, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I give it a two. All right. <laughs> Elizabeth, what do you think about Die Hard? I am 100% with Omar on this one. It is a You've forget- seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> it is forgettable. Wow. It's a two. I mean, it's, here's the thing. Oh, but here's the thing. This was on our Christmas episode, just in, 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 in the... Uh, for category for it being a Christmas movie, someone mentioned oh. it in our Christmas episode, and yeah. and so because we make the definitive top five list, and it's already been on one of those lists, <laughs> it is a Christmas movie. Damn it! That's great. <laughs> totally. Uh, this is a Christmas movie. I, it's so funny. Like I, any movie that's set 
with, you know, Christmas trees or Christmas, like, like gremlins, you know, these are all Christmas movies to me because it just kind of gets you in that mood of Christmas or whatever. <laughs> Die um, Hard, Gremlins, Christmas. <laughs> Die Hard is taught in film school is a perfect movie yeah. of how to like, yeah, sure. you know, make movies. Um, and so I can't discount that at all. I think it's very important for the genre. I think it's a, a super important, um, you know, it certainly Bruce Willis is not who he is today without Die Hard. Alan Rickman, we the world would have never had him. He would have still been in theater. Well, of course, he's dead now, but um, we got Alan Rickman out of it. Uh, for that, it gets a point at least. You know, uh, it's it's a great movie. It's fun. It's something I enjoy watching. Uh, I'm going to give it a four. I think it's a great movie. Um, so that means that Die Hard is going to get a 13 on the grayscale. Uh, that brings us to Omar, your next movie. What do you got for us? <sighs> Sorry, but if you don't try hard, you die hard. <laughs> uh, man, uh, this is gonna be a surprising one. I think even it, it, it's surprise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> this so is bad. just the fact that made you laugh, Chris. Is all is is worth it. It's all. Um, so this this one actually surprises me. Um, so it's probably gonna surprise a lot of you uh, you guys as well. Um, I'm gonna go fast nine. I'm gonna, <laughs> fa- fast nineteen. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go with a 1998 uh, Tom Hanks and Matt Damon. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, this is interesting for me because I don't normally go with war movies. Um, but like, if we're gonna go with like movies that molded me, this is like something that just really stood out. Of like, um, probably one of the only like war movies I just really loved. I mean, like the casting was great. Like the whole like just like uh, rip your heart out the whole time. I mean, there's action like you know you're in a fucking war so it's definitely an action movie um uh storyline opening with allied invasion of uh normandy on 6 june 1944 members of the second rangers battalion under captain miller fight ashore fight ashore to secure a beachhead amidst the fighting two brothers were killed in action earlier in new guinea a third brother is killed in act killed in action their mother mrs ryan is to receive all three of these grave telegrams on the same day the united states army chief staff george c marshall is given an opportunity to alleviate some of her grief when he learns about the fourth brother private james ryan and decides to send out eight men um to find him and bring him back to his mother so and that's what the movie's about and it's i mean it's one of those things like uh, I'm. This is not my genre whatsoever. Um, but I definitely saw this movie and it, it sucked me in from the beginning. And it's got like all elements. I think of like what would make a, a movie a good movie. Like on like I mean I just I think it's a perfect movie in in my opinion. So um, I'm gonna give it a five. Okay. Uh, Omar gives Saving Private Ryan a five. L- let me just clarify real quick. Did you say Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? Tom Hanks. Did I say Cruise? No, okay. he said Hanks. Yeah. He said okay. Hanks. All right. Gotcha. Interesting. All right. I heard Cruise for some reason. Uh, I mean, Dax, I what do you think about Saving me, Private Ryan? No. <laughs> 
Um, I saw this movie actually pretty pretty late and compared to when it came out. Um, I th- saw it in 2013. Um, uh, a, a Spielberg directed movie. Um, everyone has talked about it forever, and I'm kind of with Omar. I don't really jump on war movies, um, war epics, and things like that. And f- so for that reason, I kind of left it to the side for a really long time. Um, I did eventually watch it, um, like I said, and the cast is crazy. I'm going to jump through this real quick. Um, Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, Tom Sizemore, Edward Burns, Barry Pepper, Adam Goldberg, Vin Diesel, Giovanni Ribisi, Jeremy Davies, Ted Danson, Paul Giamatti, Dennis Ferreira. Like, it's... And there's more and more and more people that you just don't know their names, but Jesus, that cast is really crazy, especially for 98... I mean, that cast in that period is some of the biggest up-and-comers, including, I mean, Vin Diesel was an up-and-coming dramatic actor at the time, which is weird to because of who he's become, but uh, even still, um, uh, yeah, uh, I it, it, again, it, it kind of lived up to kind of what I expected it to be. I think it's a good Spielberg-directed movie, but sometimes Spielberg is so good at being Spielberg, it feels like a Spielberg movie and not much else, you know? Um, and so it, it didn't mold me. I've got to give it probably a half point off on a couple areas and lands at about a three. Okay. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you think about saving private Ryan? So remind me what year it came out. 98, 1998. Okay. I was trying to remember if I had seen this one in theaters. I know I've seen it. Um, because I remember it. Um, but I don't think I actually saw it in theaters, but it wouldn't have been too much longer after it had been released that I saw it, if that makes sense. So um, mm-hmm. I like war movies, as weird as that is, for not liking action movies. War movies generally have a storyline, like Omar was saying. Like, there's usually a little bit more depth to a war movie, um, especially when they're depicting, like, one of the world wars, because they're... There's, there's, we all know that there was conflict, but there's a story you have to tell someone's individual story. So I'm pretty sure this one was based on real events, wasn't it? I think it was. I could be wrong, but I think it was. Not that I know of, but it, I mean, I, I'm sure that there's some element of truth in some story at some point, you know, that uh, uh, someone lost all their kids and <laughs> there was one left and they went and tracked them down and got them home and discharged them or whatever, you know. Uh, but I, I don't know. But, I don't. I haven't heard anything about it saying like this is based on this specific story or whatever. What right. were you going to say, Omar? No, basically the same oh. thing. I don't think it's just. Oh, okay. Well, either way, either way, I really liked this one. Matt Damon, of course, heartthrob. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so all that to say, um, I am going to give this one a four. All right. Um, I have not seen Saving Private Ryan, and I know what? that is crazy. I love war movies. Specifically, I love World War II movies and Vietnam movies. Um, and this one obviously is a World War II movie uh, that I just have. I, I, I've missed it. I didn't. I didn't get around to seeing it. Um, so I'm definitely gonna have to check it out. Um, but all I can give it is a 1.5. So sorry, guys. Man, I look at you differently now, Chris. I, 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 I'm gonna I'm I'm try not to. But I, I just I don't know. I just look at you differently now. 
I, I also still have yet to see Schindler's List, so there's okay. that. I haven't um, seen that one either, so just yeah. so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those, are, those are two World War II movies that I'll dive into one day. Um, all right, so uh, Saving Private Ryan is going to get a 13.5 on the grayscale, uh, just a little bit higher than Die Hard, uh, which I, you know, I haven't seen Saving Private Ryan, but I would imagine that Die Hard is a much better film than that. <laughs> that is not. Yes. <laughs> Especially if okay. we're talking exclusively action genre, it is the uh, quintessential action movie of of the 1980s and 90s. And so it came a, out in the know, 80s. On, on second thought about this action uh, you know, episode here, we're going to get a lot of hate on Die Hard being so low. I'm actually pretty nervous about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Bring it on. Me too. There's going to be people. Whatever. <laughs> there's people who are going to turn this, this I, off and just be like, fuck this. No. I thought I was going to be in trouble <laughs> for putting it at my number two and not my number one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, all right. So uh, that moves us to Elizabeth's next movie. What do you got? Okay. My next movie is Date Night, released 2010, can be seen on Hulu, starring Steve Carell, Tina Fey, Mark Wahlberg, Common, Kristen Wiig, Mark Ruffalo, however you say his last name. This story uh, centers around Steve Carell and Tina Fey's characters. In New York City, a case of mistaken identity turns a bored married couple's attempt at a glamorous romantic evening into something more thrilling and dangerous. Um, This was, it's called Date Night. This was a date night movie for me and Omar. (laughs) And I, you're muted, babe. (laughs) But I loved it. (laughs) What were you saying, Omar? And I was just saying, kill shot, kill shot. Yeah, I remember that movie. Yes, it was. It's hilarious. Steve Carell at this point has left the office, uh, and his doing is doing movies. He's, I I think he's a really great actor, very underrated in my opinion. He's uh, he's hilarious. And then of course Tina Fey, one of my favorite writer actresses. She's she is also hilarious. And the fact that the two of them get together and play a relatively normal couple who have been married for a long time, have kids about the same age as me and Omar's kids are now. Like, they're not quite in high school yet, so they still have a babysitter. Um, So, like, but they've been doing the same old date night every week, and they go to the same restaurant and do the same stuff, and they realize, you know what? This is getting boring. Let's mix it up. And then they get caught into this crazy adventure. Um, It's just, and it's just fantastic. I love it. The It was, it's it's a, an adventure or it's a an action movie but it's also a comedy so i loved it and i'm gonna give it a five okay uh elizabeth gives date night a five dax have you seen date night i did i saw this in theaters um love uh 30 rock a lot um obviously snl um following tina fey and her career as it develops um this is a, a really interesting movie because it has, like we said, a really great cast. It's got an interesting story. It's set in New York. It's, you know, got all of these really great elements um, to it. There's a, a bunch of really funny scenes. Um, it didn't work on me the same way it did Elizabeth. I enjoyed watching it the first time, um, but it kind of... Uh, it kind of fell flat on multiple watches. Um, some of the comedy 
uh, didn't land on me. And some of it is, it's just the period of comedy. It's in a transition period from, um, from Adam Sandler to, um, a Judd Apatow sort of more modern comedy styling. And so there's a little bit of the transition period of going from one to the other that sometimes don't mix together. Uh, another example for me is dinner with Sh- dinner for schmucks uh around a, a similar time it doesn't work it's not a funny movie it's not good it's it kind hilarious of, it kind of makes fun of people <laughs> in a way that i don't really like i just i just don't i don't like certain uh a certain that period of comedy of is this is interesting I, elizabeth and dax no. agree on a lot of movies but apparently not yeah. action movies well n- not uh <laughs> mid-2000s comedies apparently um I, I I think this is a, is a cool movie. Uh, just that it exists. I don't think it's a bad movie. Uh, it's really I have I looked everywhere that I have movies ranked, and I have it right in the middle everywhere. So I'm going to give it a three. All right, Omar, what do you think about Date Night? Uh, I thought it was a great night. I enjoyed uh, <laughs> going to the movies with with watching it, and uh, I it was a fun movie. It it's a fun movie. Um, it was funny. Um. I wouldn't have thought to play it. I I'd give it a three point seven. Wow, that's pretty high for <laughs> for for. It was. I mean, it, maybe it, a little it, it, maybe a little padding there for your it, wife. It I'm guessing. Good, yes, yes. It was. Yes, it, was a, it was a good movie. That's the thing. Is it wasn't bad. I can't. I'm not. I'm not a Steve Carell fan, so I can't go like super high with it. But I mean, it, as far as. It's one of the movies that he's in that I I enjoyed. So, yeah. A little nepotism here at Movies That Molded Me, folks. A little nepotism. (laughs) I'm not going to win. (laughs) I got to find someone to marry on this podcast. (laughs) Chris is halfway available. (laughs) I mean, it's only like 0.7 higher than I gave speed. So, I mean, calm down, everybody. We could debate all day about date night versus speed. <laughs> yeah. And how, they, you know, let me just go ahead and say is, did Steve Carell make a movie with, um, Catwoman from the dark Knight rises? What's her name? Anne Hathaway. Did he make a movie with her? Uh, not that I'm super aware An action of movie. I... Cause I was trying to place this movie and I remember he made like kind of like a spy action movie oh, or something. Oh, no, that reached. one's a smart. Uh, get smart. Get smart. Yes, that's yeah. right. You're thinking get smart. So okay, so that's different not, movie. I, well, I, I don't think I've seen this. Um, I didn't like get smart either. So <laughs> no, <laughs> it, you didn't like the telephone yeah. whacking him in the face. <laughs> no, I, I look. I love Steve Carell. I think he is kind of like. He's kind of like Adam Sandler in that mm. whenever he's funny, he's great. And then whenever he plays a serious role, he can be very good. Um, he's got a good range. And so I I almost prefer him in kind of like a where he's not trying to be too funny. Dan yeah. in real uh, life. Role. Dan in real life to me is like a perfect movie uh, for Steve Carell to be in. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. This movie probably wouldn't work for me at all. I don't find Tina Fey that funny either. She's she's great whenever she's doing a parody of uh, you know Republican uh, presidential candidates, but uh, outside of that, I don't know. I I I love Mean Girls, but yeah, Tina Fey is not really my thing. Uh, I can only give it a one point five, I guess, because I don't Heart think I've seen this closet. movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so that means that Date Night is going to get 13.2 points on the grayscale. Each movie so far has received a score of 13 point something or 13 So uh, on this second round. Uh, So we'll see if my movie uh, can maybe make a little bit higher here. So uh, for my movie, I'm going to go with 2008's The Dark Knight. Um, uh, this is of course, Christopher Nolan directed, uh, Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, Maggie Gyllenhaal, um, Batman, commissioner Gordon and new district attorney Harvey Dent successfully begin to round up the criminals that plague Gotham city until a mysterious and sadistic criminal mastermind known only as the Joker appears in Gotham, creating a new wave of chaos. Batman's struggle against the Joker becomes deeply personal, forcing him to confront everything he believes and become the hero that Gotham deserves. Uh, this is my favorite Batman movie from the Nolan trilogy, obviously. Uh, it's also, um, I, I would, if I had to rank it as far as Batman movies go, uh, it's probably my second because I do have a very soft spot for Batman Returns, although I know objectively The Dark Knight is a much better movie. Um, Heath Ledger is masterclass in this movie. I don't think anyone expected it. Um, and of course, him dying only uh, made this movie have that much more of a legacy. Uh, Chris Nolan is a uh, genius uh, when it comes to uh, putting movies together. His brother uh, who writes the movies does very good as well. Um, it's an incredible action movie that that opening sequence, you know, shot in IMAX where they're uh, doing the bank heist is so much fun. Uh, it's so good. Um, later on, you know, all the uh, chaos that the Joker brings and, and whatnot is just, it's so good. It's actually quotable too, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, this was a, a huge um, movie for pop culture. I remember an episode of the office, like a Halloween episode, everyone dressed up <laughs> as the Joker yes. uh, and they were all I pissed off at each other, serious. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. You know, uh, everyone saw this movie and uh, it's iconic. It's classic. It's fantastic. I have to give it a five on the grayscale. Dax, what do you think about the dark Knight? Um, this movie's so crazy good. It's yeah. really crazy good. Uh, I and also I wanted to mention. Uh, if I'm glad that we uh are picking movies that we love and didn't try to go too narrow into action because obviously all these movies have action in it. If we were being really hardcore about it, we wouldn't pick a superhero movie, a war movie, a right. comedy, and they they absolutely qualified to say that they don't would be criminal um i'd say uh, fuck that yeah you tell them i don't know who we're, who we're saying fuck you to but yeah um yeah um so yeah I, I love chris nolan um every one of his movies i've seen all of them i will continue to see all of them this is one of those movies i remember sitting in the theater leaning forward in my seat as i was watching it and realizing I was leaning forward in my seat and that I was watching something really exceptional happen that I needed to pay attention to. It wasn't just that I was having a good day. It was, this is going to be in my life forever. Um, It's a Batman movie. It's the first one. It's probably the first superhero movie ever that felt real. You, You believed it existed in the world we actually live in. Um, and that was rare. I mean, even Batman Begins didn't really pull that off a hundred percent. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it's wonderful. The performances are wonderful. Uh, 
I, I need to I need to go through and I haven't done a Chris Nolan ranking in a while, so I couldn't tell you where it ranks on my on my Nolan verse thing. But it's, it's more than likely in the top three. Uh, it's my eighty six of all time movie, and I give it five. Yeah, um, Omar, what do you think about the Dark Knight? Good play, strong play. I um, I hear what you're saying, Dax, and I kind of agree a little bit. I made sure on my list not to play any superhero movies, but this is a great movie. I feel, I feel like it's almost more than a superhero movie. I mean, obviously, like with Heath Ledger and the legacy that he has, and it being his last movie and all, and it's. I mean, and beyond that, Christian Bale is a great Batman. I love. I, I, Great movie, strong pick. Uh, Four point eight. All right, <laughs> uh, Elizabeth, have you seen The Dark Knight? I have seen The Dark Knight, and I agree with everything you said, Chris. Um, this movie is my favorite Batman movie as well, um, uh, and yeah, like Dak said, they kind of they did go into the. Uh, the backgrounds of both the Joker character and the Batman character a bit um, as well. Maybe not quite the same way as the Joaquin Phoenix Batman, but, or Joker. Um, but I, I actually saw this one before the Jack Nicholson Batman. Um, I can't remember. Really? The yeah. 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 It's just called Batman. Just Batman. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> <Just Batman. laughs> but yeah, just Batman. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I do. I love this one. And yeah, you're right. The bank heist scene at the beginning is fantastic. I love it. Um, and Chris, I'm I'm going to do you a favor. So make sure you remember this. Um, I'm giving you a five. Yeah. I don't know that you've ever given any of my movies a five. Although, so. they never <laughs> deserve Although Christian Bell is not the best Batman. Um, Will Arnett is the it- best Batman. <laughs> oh yes, goodness. in the Lego movie, yes. Hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, he is. I actually, I tend to agree that that Christian Bell is not the best Batman. For me, pound for pound, uh, Michael Keaton makes a great Batman. But I think it's just because of how much you know. I love campiness. Nostalgia. Um, yeah, and nostalgia. Like Michael Keaton is total, totally Beetlejuice playing Batman. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's crazy. Christian Bell is obviously so much better suited for the role. Yeah. Um, but there's something about that Michael Keaton Batman that's just fantastic as well it, it, um, it was heath ledger's joker that's clinched it you oh know? yeah 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 i mean he stole the movie he um did. and i loved the fact that you know whenever you talk about giving some background for the joker or whatever it was so unclear because he would you know there's two instances where he talks about how he got his scars and they're both different right yeah. um and so it's you know it just kind of adds to the chaos of everything of like you don't know who this guy is and i think that's what makes his character yeah. so terrifying is that you don't know anything about him and it's uh it, it, yeah it's a great film um god damn the dark knight gets 19.8 points there you go. out of 20 on the grayscale that's job. fantastic good job. So let's recap this uh, this round two here. Um, I cannot believe that Die Hard is going to have 13 points <laughs> so far. The <laughs> lowest where, movie where on wow. this list. Where it belongs. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> the Williams is uh, hate see, Die Hard, so Dax. you can hate on us. It's, it's, our, it's our fault. <laughs> 
Uh, Omar played Saving Private Ryan, which got 13.5 points. Elizabeth played Date Night with 13.2 points. Uh, and then, of course, The Dark Knight wins out this round and so far is the highest on the list at 19.8 points. I can't a strong believe that, play. to be honest. And, um, and yet again, another cool. round where I have seen every movie. <laughs> Perfect. And I didn't think yeah, I liked I've actually this genre. not seen two movies so far. Yeah, what's up with that? And one of them was Saving Private, uh, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. Uh, all right, round three. This is the final round. Dax, bring your best, buddy. Uh, it's it's not uh, the best, I think, for the group, uh, but it's absolutely the one that molded me the most. Um, this, is, this is my favorite action movie. I've probably seen it five times this year already. Uh, I watch it all the time. Uh, I've been like searching for a really cool, like art print poster for something of it, but it's an older movie. So it's hard to get something really cool. Uh, Lord of the Rings. 1991's <laughs> point, point break is my number one. Nice. This is my very, very favorite action movie of all time. It's my favorite heist movie of all time. It's my favorite Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, I love this movie. It's my favorite Gary Busey movie. Um, <laughs> it's so quotable. It's so weird. Um, I love watching it with people that have never seen it before. Um, I watched it this week with someone that had never seen it and they were cackling, laughing at all of the really great lines. Um, and it also was someone that hates action movies and just loved the, watching this movie. Um, uh, stars Keanu Reeves. He is a fresh out of the FBI Academy, goes to the, uh, Los Angeles FBI uh, bank robbery division. Um, they quote saying that this is the highest uh, highest amount of bank robberies in the United States is in LA. Um, and there is a notorious group of bank robbers called the dead presidents who are robbing banks um, with uh, president masks, Halloween masks. Um, nobody's been able to catch them. They rob multiple banks every year and then disappear. Only rob them in the summer. And Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey are partnered up together as an unlikely pair. The over the hill kind of burnout and the young hotshot that is kind of an asshole. Um, they start to figure out that potentially these could be surfers. They go down the rabbit hole of being undercover. Um, Keanu Reeves is, uh, Johnny Utah, a a retired college football player turned FBI agent. And the, his counterpart is, um, Patrick Swayze. Um, and as Bodhi, uh, a sort of hippie surfer guru, um, to a bunch of guys. And they are on a wild train ride of a movie, um, with surfing chases, um, car chases, shootouts, um, you know, a lot of jokes, a lot of really good character development, um, love story is in here. I mean, it's really got a deep layered movie, um, directed by Catherine Bigelow, who at the time is with James Cameron in their personal lives. They also have a production company together. This is their first production, um, in 91, she ends up winning. She is the first woman director to win a directing Oscar for The Hurt Locker in 2008. Um, she's one of my favorite directors. And pound for pound, this has one of the best 
I mean, it may it, for me, it's number one. It's one of the best uh, chase scenes as far as shots go. As far as directing goes, there's a chase between Patrick Swayze, who loses his getaway car, and Keanu down a alleyway um, through um, fences and people's houses, front yards. Uh, Patrick Swayze picks up a pit, big pit bull and throws it at Keanu. I mean, it's all these crazy things. But the direction is so good, you never lose track of where you are. You know how far away everyone is. They end up in the L.A. Um, uh, I forget what it's called, the uh, the spillover for flooding. Um, it's similar in the, they use the same thing in uh, Terminator 2. There's the chase in that ravine. Uh, God, I really love it. I, I kind of can't say enough about it. Um, it's my 91 all-time, um, or it's 103 all-time. It came out in 91, sorry. And, uh, yeah, I give it a five. I could watch it. I could watch this movie every single day and be completely satisfied. So. All right. Uh, Dax gives point break of five. Omar, I know that you played point break on another episode before I was trying to look up which one it was. Um, I, is there crime in this movie? Yeah, there is crime. So I'm, I'm wondering Heist. if that's where you played it. Heist. Yes. Uh, let's see here. That is where you played it. Okay, you played it on our crime episode. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah. All right. So, what do you think about it? I mean, it? I love it. Like, uh, I was about to play it. That's the that was my next movie for sure. Um, that's the one that like uh, I love it. It's uh, one of, one of my favorite movies, I think, as well. Um, I remember I watched it when I was so young, um, nineteen ninety one. This is the year that you know t2 came out so this is uh, i thought about playing this instead of t2 i kind of just went with t2 instead um and, and then for some reason I went with saving private private ryan instead of playing point break i thought i had an opportunity to play it so close anyway um <laughs> yeah I, I, I love the movie i think it's a much better movie than than speed as far as cam reeves go and action movies that came out before that um Patrick Swayze was great. He was like just like iconic. You wanted to be like one of part of his surfing gang. Um, like I, I was so young when I saw it that uh, the presidents actually kind of scared me. Uh, you know when they were in their mask and like it was like for it kind of was a slightly traumatizing. Um, like I might even have nightmares about it. I'm not. I'm not joking. Um, so. But yeah, I love the movie. I give it a five. Good choice. Wow. Uh, it's rare that Dax and Omar um, would agree, I think, on a movie. So uh, Point Break is where it's at then. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. I know. You're right. Uh, Omar and I uh, like a lot of the same things, but it's rare that we're going to hit the same number one. Uh, Elizabeth, what do you think about Point Break? I... This is the first movie that I'm not sure I've seen. I I remember hmm. the president's masks pretty clearly. So that makes me think I've seen it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but clearly it didn't make an impression aside from the president's masks. <laughs> You're probably thinking of the dead presidents too, by the way. And I will say they yeah. did. They did redo this as well. And, uh, but it's also a good movie but not quite as good as this movie as the original they remade it they remade point break yeah 
They need to stop doing that shit. But it was well, like, yeah, it was still pretty. It was still decent. Come on, it was Hollywood. a decent movie though. They didn't they it wasn't so much as a remake as much as it was like a reboot where they took uh. the title of the movie and then they took characters names and then made a new a kind of existence around the premise. Um it's got some really good it's I forget his name it's a uh, Oscar uh something Oscar De La Hoya was he boxes away all the way through the movie oh my gosh and he just he kills everybody he's in a president's mask he's he's Kennedy as a boxer no that's the worst thing I've ever heard Uh, I want to see that movie it's Edgar Ramirez is the uh, the lead guy uh, in that and uh, he's he's been a bunch of things he's a really really good actor um I, I think you would really, Chris, I think you would really like him. And I think you've probably seen him in a handful of things, but just don't know his name. Um, anyway, yeah, he, did, he, was in, he was in Jay. <laughs> Sorry. Look, okay. look, look at you, all, all about empowering the woman and then just t- taking over her talking spot. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not even sure if she's seen it. She, she, can't, she can't rate this. I can give it a two. No, you can't. I remember can't. the masks. You don't sure remember anything but the... No. You, if you don't even remember the plot of a movie, can you rank it? No. That's a 1.5. Oh, okay. <laughs> I tried, Omar. I'm going to let you give it a 2. It wasn't, well, it's it not wasn't even Omar's oh, movie. Oh, oh, that's, it wasn't. It was Dex. I'm sorry. Omar was seeing how much he liked it. I forgot it was no, Dex. No, I'm going to let you give it a 2. Uh, I have not seen Point Break. and I, yeah, I, I knew had, you hadn't. Yeah, because the last time we talked about it, I haven't seen it, you know. Uh, but it sounds like a movie, Dax, that you and I need to get together and watch. Yes. Uh, so I can be the one cackling uh, next to you. I'm uh, on my way. <laughs> Just don't throw up afterwards. Well, it's probably not that kind of movie. It uh, might be. Is there, you know, well, let's not get the, into the it. En- nope. The nope. ending is really, the en- <laughs> if, you have, if you have not seen it, the ending is really good. So, yeah. All right. Well, Point Break is going to end up with the same points as Saving Private Ryan, 13.5 <laughs> on the grayscale. Um, one of these days, I will watch that. Wow. Uh, Omar, that's going to bring us to your number one movie since uh, Point Break was already taken. Hopefully, you got a backup. I got, I'm looking at the list of movies. I don't know where to go because I don't know if any of you guys have seen some of these if I go with the newer ones. Um, eh, man, that's funny, though. Uh I was I was all like, man, I wish I'd have been able to play that, and then it only got a three point thirteen point five. Um, <laughs> Please play Street Fighter. Uh, ooh, that movie really kind of sucks. <laughs> really kind of sucks. I, I tried to rewatch that recently, and I could not. Um, but one that I did rewatch recently, I guess I'm gonna go with just for the opportunity to kind of talk about it a little bit, maybe um, talking about reboots or doing. Um, newer movies uh, uh mortal Kombat, but i'm gonna go with the older one hold on while yeah. i and db because this is a uh, last minute see uh, the 1995 watch this week is it no it's not this is the 1995 version um it's bet it's better than the 2001 version so or, or so in my opinion so that's why i'm going with it i did wa- i did watch for a first time uh, the new Mortal Kombat. I was very excited to watch it because the first one impacted me so, so well. And I was trying to decide which one I liked better. So the new Mortal Kombat is good. 
It's not bad. Well, let's clarify. Is this Mortal Kombat uh, from like 1995? 1995, 1995 version, that? yes. That's the one I'm... Ch- so not Annihilation. Uh, is that, is Annihilation. Oh, I love Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> no. I do. It's so weird. No. It's so much this fun. The- it's so weird. This is the one where Veronica Vaughn is Sonya. And, uh, and, that, and, and I think that's the one... That's what tips the scales, if I'm going to have to choose between... Some some good fight scenes in both. I mean, for a 1995 movie, like there's there's definitely a lot of camp in the yeah. the original Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there's a whole lot of it. Like, but um, it's it's fun. It. I was watching it just last night. Um, it's not slow. I mean, so it kind of like it, it's one of those things that like the pace of the storyline moves pretty quickly to get into all the action and, and fight scenes. <laughs> Um, I, mean, it's, I just realized that you called Bridget Wilson Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice. Want to touch the hiney? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's what tips the scales for me. That the Billy Madison, oh the goodness. chick from Billy Madison, is in this. In the, she plays plays Sonya, which. Um, uh, the storyline. I'm terrible know, fighter. I don't know if you guys need to know. Well, well, yeah, terrible fighter for sure. But in the movie, like it's it's interesting. They, I mean, they have a whole nother like Mortal Kombat based around her her storyline. So I mean, oh. it's it's kind of kind of kind of interesting. Which I'm not choosing that one anyway. Um, uh, if you don't know, video game. I uh, played it a lot when I was a kid. A whole lot, you know. You got Scorpion and Sub Zero, or two of the, like these main characters. Um, and in the 1995 version, they're under control of um like, my IMDb crash. Sorry, guys, but like in control. Shang Tsung. Thank you, Shang Tsung. Um, is in, is in control of like another realm. And the Mortal Kombat is this whole. Uh, fight that happens once ever uh, so many years and the earth realm um, has lost like nine years in a row if they lose a tenth year uh, the, uh, this the saint saint son's realm which if anybody knows that can, can spit that out, out right world. now at the out right. the outworld uh, will, will be able to take over and invade earth so it's it's up to these ragtag group of uh, <laughs> fighters that are put together from from, from earth to be able to uh, d- defend and defeat these um, otherworldly fighters, and and it's, it, like uh, the the video game is a lot of fun. The movie was like for nineteen ninety five. I was fifteen years old. It, it it met expectations. I wasn't I wasn't disappointed. Um, the newer one meets expectations i wasn't disappointed but i didn't have high expectations in it either it's just it was a fun movie they're both just fun movies and that's so that's what we're going i'm going for here um and i give it a 4.8 all right 4.8 on the grayscale dax what do you think about 1995's mortal Kombat? um man what a what a weird movie uh totally <laughs> it's such a weird movie um well you know one of the best directors ever paul anderson no 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 paul ws anderson yeah not pt <laughs> not pt anderson no uh, uh just really one of the weirdest directors ever um he's done most of the resident evil movies he did alien vs predator um 
he's done one of my very favorite movies ever, Event Horizon. But uh, none of these movies are well-directed movies. These are not good movies by any chance. <laughs> uh, the problem I have with him is I think he's trying really hard. <laughs> like, I think he's <laughs> intending to make good movies. Um yeah, it's it's really interesting. Uh, I I don't know what I can say about it too positive, other than when I was a kid, I didn't know it was bad. Um, <laughs> I I will watch it, and I I do actually like the uh, the second one better. I like all of the the extra. You like characters. Annihilation better? I do. Uh, but no. I think it's I think it's bad on purpose on that one. <laughs> Uh, I don't think that they were trying to improve the franchise. Um, and the, the recent one is, is interesting, but they tried to, they tried to, you know, Chris Nolan put it in the real world thing and it just kind of doesn't really work. Um, I, I'm interested to, I hope they keep doing more. Like I, I want to see more Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Um, I've seen the TV show, seen, seen the cartoon, seen youtube videos fans made and things like that it's a cool it's a cool interesting uh ip to be working from i don't know that there's enough story there to really do anything really well um but you know overall a lot of really bad acting a lot of bad directing (laughs) a lot of bad writing bad fight scenes um bad special effects uh, I'm going to give five. it a three. I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> it was the same right. build up as Nightmare Before Christmas. I was just waiting for the five. Yeah, except like, the opposite. Gave it, it was the opposite way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you give Mortal Kombat a three as opposed to Nightmare Before Christmas. You give it a one. No, you give oh, it yeah. a zero. <laughs> give yeah, I give it a zero. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth, have you seen 1995's Mortal Kombat? The I songs are better in Mortal Kombat. Oh, totally. Yeah. Well, so Elizabeth hasn't seen it, so she's getting a 1.5. Well, that song from 1995's Mortal Kombat went huge. Yeah. 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 Techno, what was it called? Techno Drone or something? (laughs) It was like a really weird name. I just want to point out. I totally bought the soundtrack. I just want to point out how I'm definitely not padding my own score here, knowing that me and Elizabeth watched the new Mortal Kombat this week. I definitely could have played that, but I I just sure. had to go with like even though even though like like Dykes was saying like I mean it's it's got so much camp it's so it's so bad, <laughs> but I don't care like when I watched it in 1995 I, it was good to me then and I re- and I rewatchability it was fun it was just as much fun yeah. as the new one you know what I mean like but yeah. but the new one's better like better special effects better fight scenes but like you know like the the character of kano i think uh, is is the is what sets off the second one i think like there's more depth to his character in the in this the newer one and i think that's kind of what makes the movie really different in, in my opinion he's really funny in the new one yeah, yeah. so yeah, this movie, it's so funny because whenever I was a kid, I was obsessed with uh, fighting games. So I played Mortal Kombat like constantly. Uh, a friend of mine, Jared Williams and I, uh, we actually were both really into art as well. And so we would work on these. We made our own video games based on what we played, you know, when it came to Mortal Kombat. So we were creating these animation, you know, um, 
like comics or whatever based on characters that we came up with. And we had them like doing fatalities that we came up with. And I'll never forget. My mom got a phone call from the school saying, do you know what your kid is drawing? You know, like, do you know, like we're kind of concerned about this. And she's like, it's fine. It's a game he plays. He knows the difference between reality and fantasy. And, um, you know, it's just, it's so funny because I was absolutely obsessed with Mortal Kombat. Um, and in fact, if anyone wants to challenge me at any of the Mortal Kombat's one, two, or three, I will kick your ass any day of the week. Um, anyhow, I was completely obsessed. When when they announced the movie... Street Fighter is a better video game. Much worse movie. No. I, no. I, 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 I Talking th- about movies, not video <laughs> games. Move on. Well, I think the video game aspect is important because as Dax mentioned, there's really not much storyline to go off of. You know, it's like, it's a fighting game where people just fight each other. There's like, you know, there's like a, a minuscule backstory that doesn't really give anything to you. But but like with, uh, with these fighting it's- games, like with Mortal Kombat, I was so excited that they were actually making a movie out of it. And as a, you know... See, 1995, I was like 12, you know, going to theater and seeing that I was stoked. Uh, there was this, you know, actual not CGI, but like lifelike Goro that wasn't start stop animation, you know, his arms were wonky as shit, but who cares? Like it was fucking awesome. There was this uh, CGI reptile that was different from the games, but was kind of cool. Uh, you know, uh, Veronica Vaughn is one fine piece of ace was in this movie. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it, it was great. I, Shang Tsung was menacing. Uh, the, the fight scenes were awesome. When you watch this as an adult, you realize that all of that is in your imagination because it's a terrible movie. Uh, the acting <laughs> is horrible. The the visual effect, like Reptile looks like shit. I can't believe that someone actually allowed that to happen. Like it's, it's so bad. But Annihilation Dax is so much worse. I cannot believe yeah. I think that's a better movie. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it's a it's a better made movie. I like that one better. <laughs> Jesus. I think the I think the new Mortal Kombat uh is leaps and bounds above this movie. Uh it's you know, it's still a, a video game derived movie. Um it's it was entertaining, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad to have seen it. Uh, you know, but nothing's gonna top the magic of going and seeing this as a twelve year old kid. Uh as far as moldability goes, I gotta give this movie a four on the grayscale. Uh, which brings Mortal Kombat uh, to 13.3 points, uh, which actually beats out Date Night just by uh, one little uh, decimal. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun movie uh, for sure. And, you know, I don't know that I can go back and watch it now, but uh, man, did I watch the shit out of this movie as a kid. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to bring us to Elizabeth's next movie. Elizabeth, what do you got? I didn't write all the information down for this one, but... I- yeah, because my movies keep getting picked, too. I am going to go with... You were going to pick Mortal Kombat? <laughs> no. <laughs> and if Omar had said the new one, I was going to give it a 1.5 as well, even though I saw it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to go with 1996's Independence Day, starring Will Smith, which can be seen on HBO Max. Um, I'm picking it purely because several of my other movies have already been picked and I don't have a lot left. <laughs> um, so I this one uh, was hugely moldable to me. It was a movie that I watched at a, a girl's sleepover back when I was maybe 13 or 14, maybe. We 
uh, had we had picked out two movies. One was Independence Day, <laughs> and the other was My Best Friend's Wedding. <laughs> starring, perfect double uh, feature. T- perfect double feature. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so it. Uh, yeah, this was a movie that I, I know Will Smith had been in other movies before, but this was one that I was like, oh, Will Smith. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, I, clearly I grew up with Fresh Prince, but like for a movie actor, this was one of the first ones I saw with him in it. And it's a shoot 'em up movie. So if you're into big guns of all kinds, you will find them. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. I just remember it for all the guns and the aliens and the, <laughs> um, and how, oops, and how Will Smith saved Independence Day uh, for all of us. He saved the world. So thank you, Will Smith. I'm giving it a four. <laughs> all right. Uh, Omar, excuse me, Dax, what do you think about Independence Day? Um, how do you not love this movie? I mean, this is, this is one of the most like just popcorn um, action sci-fi comedy i mean it's got all of these really great elements to it um it's it's discussed in you know like movie snob land is like i love this movie like it really is like one of those movies that just everyone really enjoyed um will smith breaks out in this movie i mean he's been he's done bad boys he's done some little small roles and things like that but he's still the fresh prince for most people um and then same thing with Roland Emmerich. He's the director and he's not really thought of as like a director, but all of a sudden he kind of breaks out. He's, he's thought of as like B list Michael Bay kind of at this point, you know, he still kind of is, but that's fine. He's got his own lane and he's doing it really well. Um, uh, Bill Pullman is for me, he's the star of this movie. I love the Bill Pullman. I love Jeff Goldblum. I like all of the characters surrounding it. There's a couple, uh, a couple of weird, you know, cast choices. Um, you know, some of the kids are not super <laughs> the best kids acting. Um, it, why do we have Judd Hirsch in this movie at this point? It's such a weird. Like we've got, you know, Welcome Back, Cotter. Uh, Randy Quaid is playing a just absolute psychopath in this movie why he has any custody of children is <laughs> he's, his kids should have been taken from him uh but all that being said probed <laughs> yes great <laughs> sure and we find out that's true i don't know it's all it's a little it's a little loosey-goosey in, in some of the parts uh god so much fun uh yeah i, re- I really really love this movie and i uh Every time it's it's Independence Day, Fourth uh, of July, hanging around, I want to watch this movie, and then I also want to watch it again the next day. So, uh, uh, yeah, I wish I had the Bill Pullman speech at, at, at the tip of my tongue. I could just go into it right now. Um, God, so good. They play that speech at, like, sports games. Like, it's the opening for <laughs> just a basketball game. Uh the second movie is weird. It doesn't work, it, but it's kind of great bad. Uh, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it as well. Um, Not anyway, if you're yeah, saying it's great uh, bad. Well, uh, there are good bad movies. Well, we sure. just talked about Mortal Kombat for 20 minutes. so We, we uh, need to definitely, that's that's got to be one of the things we do soon is, is good yeah, bad movies. Yeah, we have movies. that coming up. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll 100% give Independence Day a five. Wow. Okay. For sure. All right. 
Uh, Omar, what do you think about Independence Day? Not nearly as highly. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. I mean, I like Will Smith. It's not a bad movie. It's one of those things again where um, three, three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. The explosion, whenever they you know blow up the White House or whatever, uh, is of course absolutely iconic. Uh, Will Smith is funny in this movie. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is great. Randy Quaid, I think, um, kind of on the same level that that you feel about Bill Pullman. I think he's you know a very fun part of this movie. Uh, I mm-hmm. don't think he steals it by any means, but uh, he's he's hilarious. Um, there's a couple of scenes that are actually horrifically terrifying. Uh, you know, whenever they go into the lab and the alien takes over the voice of one of those scientists, yeah. uh, you know, and says essentially that they're there to kill them, you know, they're there to destroy them, uh, that they want them dead. It's, it's absolutely terrifying, uh, in, in parts, you know, for a, for a comedy movie, it's also pretty scary. Uh, the idea that, you know, uh, aliens who uh, have come here would have the power to, to do such damages is, is actually horrific. Um, the aliens look like shit when Will Smith punches <laughs> that rubber toy alien. Uh, I just, I laugh so hard because it's so bad. Um, you were talking about uh, resurgence it's 1996, earlier. though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they had, such good looking stuff out already. I don't, I don't know why they went with that, but you know, like, uh, I, I don't know. This movie's okay. It, it's not something I ever care to watch again. Uh, whenever it's on, I go, Oh yeah, I'll totally watch it. And then by like, you know, after about 10 minutes, I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't really care to watch this anymore. Um, I don't know. There are good and bad things about it. It's a very, uh, for me, it's a very middle of the road kind of movie. Uh, so I, I have no problems giving it a three, uh, which means that Independence Day is going to get 15 points on the grayscale. Um, it's not 13 points. Um. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, it puts it right behind Terminator 2. Um, all right. So uh, that brings us, of course, to our very last movie of this list. And I tell you, I've got two movies pulled up here right here, and I'm I'm having a real hard time figuring out which one to play. Um, I feel like it's very possible that both of these movies, um, maybe only Dax might've seen. And so I know for a fact, he likes one of these movies a lot. And so do I play it for the points or do I play it because it's an action (laughs) movie that I love? They're both great. I'm going to go with the one that I don't even know if Dax has seen. I'm sure he has. Um, 2007's Edgar Wright directed Hot Fuzz. Um, what was it the other stars one? Sicario. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't Three Ninjas. Yeah. No. Oh, five stars. <laughs> um. So Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, uh, of course, star in this. This is part of the Coronado trilogy uh, that Edgar Wright put out. Um, at World's End was horrific, but Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, I think, are excellent movies. Um. In this movie, top London cop Nicholas Angel is good. Too good. Uh, to stop the rest of his team from looking bad, he is reassigned to the quiet town of Sanford. 
He is paired with uh, a buffoon, uh, Danny Butterman, who endlessly questions him on uh, the action lifestyle. Everything seems quiet for Angel until two actors are found decapitated. (laughs) It is called an accident, but Angel won't accept that, especially when more and more people turn up dead. Angel and Danny clash with everyone while they try to uncover the truth behind the mystery of the apparent accidents that have actually been carried out for the greater good. Um... It's Edgar Wright's satire on action movies. Uh, it's his homage to action movies. Uh, you know by watching this movie that he loves action movies and that he's going in like trying to create one that's funny, uh, but also uh, you know paying tribute to um, what they've meant for him. Uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost together, I think, are so funny. Um, it's it's great. Yeah, I would give this movie an absolute five on the grayscale. Uh, Dax, what do you think about Hot Fuzz? Uh, interesting choice. I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of all these people. Yeah. I don't know why. It, it kind of makes me sad. I want to like, I like them as people more than I like the things that they make. Sure. Um, Simon Pegg has become a really interesting guy. He's kind of the only one that's really broke out into mainstream. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of franchises. He's in Star Trek. He's in Mission Impossible. I mean, he's really doing, uh, doing a good job as far as career goes. Um, and I, I do enjoy him. I do I enjoy him a lot of things. This is by far my least favorite Edgar Wright movie. You like um, At World's End better than this? I do. Wow. Um, I, I just don't. I, I don't think this movie's funny. I don't laugh <laughs> when I watch it at all. Um, okay. There's some cute moments, you know, but I don't. It's not a funny movie to me. Uh, it's it's pretty well done. Uh, the sets and everything. They built this town essentially. Um, and I know that they're doing good work. It's just not built for me. Uh, so because it's not bad, but it's not for me, I give it a two. Okay. All right. Uh, Elizabeth and, uh, well, actually, uh, that would be Omar. Sorry, Omar. Uh, I hope, I really hope you've seen this movie. I don't know that you hope I've seen this movie, Chris. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's what you want to be hoping because I have seen this movie. Um, and again, this is something where I actually may agree with Dax more than I agree with you. Um, wow, uh, something weird happened on this Wait, episode. Wh- why is that uh, such a? Oh, <laughs> I agree with Dax. Oh, <laughs> because, because up to this point, you guys are usually on opposite sides. On, 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 on a lot of movies, but like I don't know, I've never been uh, a big Simon Pegg fan. I, uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, is a, I, I don't I don't like either. I've seen Hot Fuzz. I, I think Hot Fuzz is better than Shaun of the Dead. I guess um, so. It might get a couple of tenths of a point for that. A couple of decibels. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might say it a little louder. Um, but no, um, not much. So I'm going to give it a 1.8. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Elizabeth, have you seen Hot Fuzz? I have not. Okay. All right. Well, at least I'll get a 1.5 for it. You know what? I'm happy with that score. It's perfectly fine for me. Uh, That means the Hot Fuzz is going to get 10.3. Hands down our lowest rated movie of this list. Uh, I cannot believe that there are certain movies that are not going to be on this list. Yeah. Uh, specifically, I went out and bought 
a couple of movies yesterday because I, I just knew they were going to come up on this list, like Born Identity. I'd never seen it. Uh, so I watched but it. Good for you. That was, good that was for you. played recently, though, is the only problem. It was. It was on my list for mentionables later because I already yeah. played it, so I wasn't yeah. going to play it this time. I would have played Ultimatum over Identity. I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, I watched John Wick because I just mm-hmm. knew it was going to be on this mm-hmm. list. Interesting. Um, I still, have, still I, have not seen it. What did you think of it? It was good. Yeah, totally watch mm-hmm. it. It was fun. Um, I, you know, it's not going to make my list, but it's great. Um, it's a lot of fun. I think it's kind of funny that the whole thing happens because of a dog, but you know, other than that, it's it's cool. So you were watching stuff um, that we talked about, I think, on honorable mentions or something on, on episodes before. So our revenge movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but. But how is Mission Impossible not on this list? Okay, so which one are we picking? Because I had two that I was torn between, and I just couldn't pull a trigger on either of them. Well, I haven't seen any of them. Uh, okay. I was going to watch one of them yesterday, but I just never got around or to it. Or some Sean Claude, <laughs> I mean, for action movies, too. It's interesting. Kickboxer? Or, or yeah. Blood, so, Bloodsport? Yeah. I don't know. I, I would have picked Hard Target if I'm picking one mm, for yeah. moldability. That was the first R-rated movie I saw in theaters. Universal Soldier. Uh, I love you? Universal Soldier. Yeah, I, it, it, okay, let's it, save it the rest of these mind. for honorable mentions. I want to know who won because I already know, <laughs> and I can't wait for everybody to know. <laughs> All right, so well, let's talk about the movies first. Let's talk about our list. Um, in fifth place, with fifteen point three points, is Terminator Two. Cool. Uh, you too. Good job there, Omar. In fourth place, with fifteen point five points, is Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm so happy that made this list. Um, <laughs> in third place, Elizabeth uh, chose Casino Royale, which ended up Golly. with 16 points. Wow. In second place, Dax chose Speed with 17 points. And in first place is The Dark Knight with 19.8 points on the grayscale. Incredible list. I almost want to yeah. just go and like watch each one of these movies right now. Uh, in that order, from Terminator Two all the way to The Dark Knight, uh, such some a good interesting list. snubs though. <laughs> it's a great list, but interesting snubs with yeah. uh, uh, Die Hard not making it in the top five and things like that. So interesting. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be pissed. It's going to be crazy. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about who uh, who lost this game um, in last place with forty two point one points uh, is my boy Omar. Sorry, buddy. Uh, yes. in wow. third place with 43.5 points, proving that first place is not always the best place is Dax in second place with 44.2 points is Elizabeth followed by me with 45.6 points. I won this motherfucking game. Good job. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. And I was the one you were worried about. I was the one you were worried about. Yeah. I just want this to be pointed out. I was the one yeah. you were worried about and I got second place. Above these well, you played a really great movie because Casino Royale <laughs> is fantastic. Just yeah. one. And if I had one. seen Date Night, if I had seen Date Night, I'd be able to, to, to give you a higher score, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, and, you know, Independence Day is a good movie, too. So you did great. Yeah, um, I think some list. of us did, did, did worse based on Chris not seeing movies. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Who, who expected th- that? I think I might have been the only one that hasn't seen all these movies today because, uh, well, besides uh, nope. Elizabeth not having seen Hot Fuzz. Yeah. And, uh, I couldn't, and I couldn't remember seeing Mortal Kombat, the old that's one. That's right. That's right. 
and 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 Point Break was iffy, but we went ahead and gave you iffy. two. Um, yeah. But man, three movies I need to watch: Saving Private Ryan, uh, Point Break, and no, two movies I need to see. So yeah, there you go. Uh, come Crazy. on, six Mission Impossible movies. Well, of <laughs> no. course. <laughs> no, Which, if what? you get past three, I'm not watching it anymore. I want. I want <laughs> don't, that's, don't. My, that's my personal rule. Don't even start until four, honestly, is what I would tell you. Start wow. at four, five, six. And I really want to. J.J. Abrams those are, one. Ooh, yeah. Those are the ones to watch. I really want to know what you think of uh, Saving Private Run, too, whenever you watch that, because I think that's something that's yeah. going to be right up your alley. So, Love war movies. I'll have to check it out. So uh, we've been doing, you know, some different bonus things and coming up with different ideas. Not everything has happened yet, but this week we decided uh, Chris and I are going to have a kind of a little bit more depth discussion about action stars and we're going to try to figure out um who has the uh the championship belt the crown for greatest action star of all time i think it's yeah i think clear. it's a great i think it's be a lot of well i mean if you go off of our list i mean it seems like uh i mean how, how many how many movies did keanu show up in uh so yeah. but uh but we'll see I, i'm interested in hearing what you guys come up with I'm, I'm wanting to hear that so yeah if you guys want to check that out for as little as two dollars a month um and join our patreon and um we have like dax said a lot of things we're talking about uh coming up and a lot of things that are exciting since you guys are doing that though today you guys want to go ahead and just quickly run through some honorable mentions just real quick at- yeah right i love it who's up first um i'm gonna spout off a couple just real quick that are kind of newer ones yes newer um ones. the mission impossible the mission impossible one do the do the four five six um on that that three movie run is really fantastic i watched those this week um another tom cruise edge of tomorrow is really great with emily blunt um the born trilogy the, those first three are really they're kind of hard to beat um, if you haven't seen the Keith Urban Judge Dredd remake, that movie is will kick you in the teeth. It's so fucking good. Um, and then, honestly, uh, Skyfall Inspector for James Bond uh, are another good one-two punch. Um, I cannot believe no one brought up Face Off or anything right. Nick Cage. I thought that <laughs> there might be, even if we went National Treasure, I thought that might have popped up in there. Um, and then I, I really, I just don't know how we didn't get to, uh, anything Stallone, whether it be Rambo, uh, Demolition Man, something like that. Um, and then I also, one of my, just as a kid favorite ones ever is RoboCop. I love RoboCop. What a weird movie. Very of its time. Uh, Paul Verhoeven is the director. He also did Total Recall, which is another super weird quotable movie. Get your ass to Mars. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah just i i love a, a lot divorce. of these movies yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean so robocop's a great movie but that one does not have as much rewatchability like it doesn't hold up have you tried rewatching oh, that one totally does <laughs> oh yeah i watch it every year i like the remake with michael keaton i love robocop robocop is so good it's it's the he loses his family and his humanity and then finds it again even as a essentially a cyborg like that the human experience is so ingrained in us that even even when we're rebuilt as mostly robot, we still have the love for our family, society, all of that stuff. And it's a post-apocalyptic Detroit. Like, Detroit literally has a RoboCop's bronze statue in their Shot town. Shot in Dallas, though. Yeah, well, great. <laughs> still, it's, it's the most quintessential Detroit Lame. movie of all time. 
Well, and, uh, you know, if he finds his humanity and gets his woman back or whatever, like, imagine how frigid he would be in bed. Ugh. Cold Ugh. steel. Literal okay. cold. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, good. Uh, interesting honorable mentions there. Uh, Omar, what about you? All right. Yeah. So we didn't talk about three ninjas at all, which I thought was, I thought that would definitely come up from Chris. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't. Pl- which one though? Uh, the first one, I think. Oh, only yeah, the first the one. Best. Only the first one. Oh, it, yeah. the second best. one. Um, is that Knuckles up? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's, there's a couple new movies that I guess I'll mention um, on, I believe it was, was it Netflix? Uh, the Tomorrow War? Uh, or was that Amazon? Now, now, it was Amazon. Okay, th- thank you. Yeah. So, uh, and this is a new Chris Pratt movie. Uh, it, it's pretty cool. It's, it, it's, it's not bad as far as um, action movies are concerned and it's got like this whole futuristic thing to it where they can jump seven years into the future and he's fighting this war and it's it's really it 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 has some some twists because it's a new movie i don't really want to give away too much to the plot but um it's one of those things i didn't have high expectations for it so maybe that's why like i was just kind of like pleasantly surprised it was a, a very enjoyable movie um one that's just kind of something that I don't know that I would normally uh, get into. Um, there's a couple that I thought were really good, like a gunpowder milkshake. Again, this is a, a, an Amazon, uh, something that's on Amazon Prime right now. And I think it came out just this year, if I'm correct. Um, it came out like two weeks ago. Uh, and it, oh, wow. and it, it's freaking amazing. Um, has like pretty much all woman cast and... Uh, just a, a really cool like storyline of like uh, a mother who's an assassin whose daughter kind of grows up and follows in her footsteps and kind of just carves her own path and it's uh, I mean uh, maybe I'll just read the storyline here for you guys. Um, it's a Netflix original, by the way. Too. Netflix original. See, I'm Don't get, go I'm look get, for it on Amazon. I'm getting it all all mixed I up. Know. The generations of women fight back against those who, who could take everything from them. And, um, this, it's a lot of fun. I highly recommend that one. And uh, then also, uh, guns akimbo, um, is another one that's a a new movie that's out. I'm not going to try to tell you where quite yet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but this has, I think that's, this has Daniel, uh, actually, I think that's Amazon Daniel Radcliffe in it. And, um, it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy. He ends up like, uh, with guns, like, drilled to his hands and he can't do anything but like basically shoot with them and he's not he's not at all a hero of any sort but like he becomes like incredibly like intertwined in this elaborate plot to um get his ex-girlfriend who got kidnapped and so it's it's just like um surprisingly funny action like above and beyond like kind of like what you, what you would expect um which actually kind of works um and uh i kind of i kind of like daniel radcliffe so um i recommend that as well uh other than that uh just a quick mention to nah that's it well you you say you like daniel radcliffe real quick have you seen swiss army man with paul dano and and uh and daniel radcliffe? i have not you should 
watch it. I'd be curious to see what you think about that. Uh, Elizabeth, honorable mentions. All right. Well, they're action movies. Star Wars movies are action movies. Bite me. Uh, so Rogue One is on my honorable mentions. Love because Rogue One. Because it's my favorite. I don't think Dax, Dax likes it. That's, that's <laughs> clearly my, not. That's my, my second favorite one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's on my honorable, honorable mentions. Also, speaking of Netflix newer movies, um, there's one called Anola Holmes, and it is the story of Sherlock Holmes and Mycroft Holmes' younger sister, or rather younger estranged or maybe lost sister, um, who ends up going and solving crime uh, and tries to get her brothers to notice her it's hilarious it's it it's an action movie in that there's crime that she's trying to solve it's set in the victorian england era so early 1900s so there's not really car chases uh but definitely shoot 'em up gun type things the whole time being narrated by this teenage girl who's trying to find herself so it's sort of a coming-of-age movie anyway i i really really liked it um, and Nola Holmes on Netflix. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention at least one animated movie. <laughs> um, I actually looked this up and there's, I didn't really put two and two together how many action movies there are that are animated movies. Like there was M- Mulan and Zootopia and uh, The Incredibles. And I mean, the list just kept going. Um, but probably my favorite one um, is Big Hero 6. Um, it's a Disney. You can find it on Disney Plus. It's a uh, the premise of the movie. A special a special bond develops between a plus size inflatable robot named Baymax and a prodigy hero Hamada. But I think the one thing one thing that I really liked about that movie was is it's it shows that if you like realistically, if there were real people who decided to become superheroes or ant, ant, uh, what are they called vigilantes, they would be the nerds who go to robotics school and come up with these weird science experiments that create all these weird things. And it would be the nerds sure. uh, that would be saving the world. So I, I like that, speaking as a nerd myself. So more power to us. All right. So <laughs> there you go. That's my honorable mentions. Cool. Uh, for me, you know, there were a couple of movies that I would have totally played higher than Hot Fuzz, uh, but I've already played them before. So uh, on yeah. our sci-fi uh, movies. I, I played The Matrix, which I think is an incredible action movie. Um, I think, you know, people like to give Ken Reeves shit as like a, a one trick pony as far as acting goes. But like, uh, as, as far as like someone, you know, that's involved in a machine world, I think it's, it's very well done. Um, the, the action in that movie is incredible. Uh, and, uh, you know, Omar mentioned Three Ninjas. Actually, that movie really molded me. There was a lot to that movie whenever I was growing up that I, I loved. I, I wanted the grandpa uh, to build me like a really cool little dummy that I could, you know, kick and it would light up whenever I got him in his, you know, balls or whatever. And then, you know, the the, the one quote I can remember from this movie uh, that somehow was like a, a huge thing for me and all my friends. I don't know why, uh, but was Rocky loves Emily. Like, that's the only <laughs> thing I can remember from that movie as far as quotes go. You know, but uh, anyway, uh, I believe it's uh, what's the the guy who plays Egg Shin is the grandfather, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, in uh, Big Trouble in Little China. That's a great movie. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I would have played very high up on this list had I not played it for the apocalyptic movies. I 
love that movie. I think it's fantastic. Uh, everyone needs to to watch that movie. Um, it's one of the best action movies I think ever made. Um, it, it's incredible. I can't believe it didn't make this list. I thought for sure somebody would play it. Um, and uh, I briefly mentioned Sicario, uh, which is a Denis Villeneuve uh, directed movie, also starring Emily Blunt, uh, Josh Brolin, uh, Benicio del Toro. Uh, it's a really great movie um, about the drug cartels in Mexico on the border there at the at the United States. So um, really good if you haven't seen it. Man, action movies are so much fun, uh, and I'm so glad that uh, that we made a list. Uh, do y'all want me to run down that list one more time? No, fuck you. No. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, coming in fifth place, Terminator 2. Number four, Big Trouble in a Little China. Number three, Casino Royale. Number two, Speed and the best action movie of all time the dark knight uh get at us on social media let us know what you think do you hate our list do you agree with it what what movies did we miss uh and uh yeah it's been a lot of fun thanks everybody sorry nick cage bye (laughs) not sorry (laughs) 